when my team wins a big game, it's good. But when my team doesn't win the big game, you better look out, Buster. I'm a loose cannon. This is not good at all. Monday, overreaction Monday, it's Dave, it's a Too Much Dip podcast, I'm going to host, I'm David, again, you can call me Dave or David, whatever you want to do, mom calls me David, my friends call me Dave, joining me in studio, smoking on a pack today, it's Dylan Shivery, what's going just, on uh, here? Just going to drink out of my new mug here. That's okay with you guys. Hang on, I'm having a little sip. trouble seeing what that is. Is that a... just keep talking? I'm going to take a sip. Okay. Oh yeah, it's a good sip there. What are you drinking? Uh, saps. Anyway, shout out to whoever it was. I have no idea who. Assuming it was a, a fan of the Alabama Crimson Tide who sent me a nice mug this morning. Mm. Well, I probably sent it last week, maybe Thursday, Friday. And it was waiting for me on my desk this morning, and I opened it, had no, having no idea what was uh, what was in the box. What's it's an box? Alabama football What's mug. Well, it's an Alabama mug. And uh, this person was probably assuming that Alabama was going to win the game Saturday night against my Texas Longhorns. Didn't work out that way. But I do thank you for the mug. Um, I might use this all, all season long. I don't know. Very kind gesture. Kind of a chicken shit move to send it anonymously because <laughs> – if they win, then you can be like, hey, man, I'm the one who sent you that, got you good. But now it's just kind of like, eh, just going to take a step back here. I do respect the gamble this person took and uh, hoping that their team would win. And they were favored by seven. It was a game at night in Tuscaloosa. We're going to get to it here in a bit. Uh, odds were in his favor, but it was still a gamble. Uh, the joke, the prank, whatever you want to call it. And uh, it worked out. You're assuming a his, me. right? Mm. Yeah, it might not. You know, who knows? Who knows? Anyway. Until Ooh. I until I just confirmed that Hannah B is uh, not on the market, I was thinking maybe it was Hannah Brown. Maybe she was trying to slide in those DMs, but yeah, no thanks. Conveniently, she's uh, looks to be uh, dating a very very similar looking fella. <laughs> Which one's Hannah B? You must be very good looking, Hannah Brown, Alabama. She's, Hannah uh, Brown um, on the Bachelor. Stay in your lane season. She was the Bachelorette, and she had a kind of annoying. She had a little mishap on, a, on an Instagram live, I believe. Ooh, she did. Very she similar did. to oh, the uh, yes. barstool guy. What what did they say? <laughs> uh, it's just uh, they were they were <laughs> there were some some lyrics that they shouldn't have read. You know, you got to skip um, some of the lyrics, and she did not do that, if I'm not mistaken. But that was a long time ago. I hope I'm not conflating well her done, with somebody Dylan. else. You it's didn't a, have you didn't have to answer was, that question. Say good pull. That was masterful good pull, work Dave. by Dylan. <laughs> here's a guy and a good pull. Here's a guy who's feeling fall. It's flannel KJ. Must be nice. Look at this. Must be nice. <sighs> Fellas, I, I don't know how to explain the elation of waking up, uh, stepping outside your domicile and feeling the crisp air that is uh, 70-something degrees. Mm -hmm. um, Take me back. Because it's, it's quite nice. It is quite nice. In fact, uh, I took uh, my two kids to a local farm this weekend, had an apple cider donut. Like I'm just embracing it God, heavily. I don't know uh, if you know this brand. <clears throat> I thought it was Faraday. Turns out it's Fairly. It's from one of the Fairly brothers. I don't know if you know their movies. Um, real big fan of their work. 
Uh, it's actually just got a picture of like the, I think it's this, like a demon with three boobs on its head is the logo that they use for this shirt. It's tremendous, tremendous work. It's not really Fairly Brothers, John, is it? I don't know. Is that movie, is Little Nicky Fairly Brothers? I no. just couldn't stop thinking about that image. I'm fairly morning. confident it's not. <laughs> Fairly Brothers, I, who do I associate them with? They, uh, me, myself, and Irene? Sure. Could be beef sure. in this. I don't know, man. I'm midway through like 10 days, my wife being out of the country and, you know, strapped here with two kids. I'm like running on fumes and, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of late night vids. Jesus. Don't, <laughs> don't, even, don't take that where you want to take that. He just did it for us. He said late night <laughs> vids. Okay. Well, I, I underestimate <laughs> KJ's horniness too. So, which you shouldn't do. You I, think I, you'd I, know by now. I should not be making that mistake this this many years in. Apologize for making that mistake this many years in. I'm sorry. What? Uh, how's the kids doing? I still got a sick. Oh, well, yeah. No, no. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's uh, in school. We're we're good. Uh, I did mention to David last week. Whenever uh, this nine day <clears throat> nine day excursion started. Uh, that my youngest like had a fever day one. So it's like, all right, well, this is going to be in for long haul. She was back the next day. So we're good there. Uh, I just shared a photo with Randy of uh, the gentleman that is uh, dating Hannah Brown now. Randy, are you able to show that to the fellas to see like how <laughs> strikingly similar <laughs> to Dylan? Does it really look like me? It, it does look like you. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Not wholly unfamiliar or uh, unsimilar, oh, yeah. and yeah. he's got like two photos of him doing a podcast on his like top seven image, of top course. nine images. Can you on zoom? Insta. Not the most flattering image. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I I do see it. He ha- he has the same uh, shitty facial hair pattern that I do. It looks like Adam Woolard. Good looking fella. Good, for Good him. looking fella. He does look like me. Huh. okay, very cool. Good poll, guys. Is that the saying of today's podcast? What? I've said it once. Good pool, Dave. We've got a big show. And contrary to popular belief, we're not going to just do Cowboys, Longhorns. We're not going to do that. They are going to be a part of the show, however. How could they not be? But we'll get there. Um, I want to remind everybody that our live stream, we did a live stream last week. Uh, Thursday, with special guest, uh, New York Times bestselling author, and self-proclaimed king of frat, W.R. Bolin. And it was great. It was a great kickoff. We had a lot of fun. But we're not doing them every week. We're doing them every other week, bi-weekly. So no stream this week. Apologies. But there will be one next week. And uh, I'm putting. A, I'm going to put the pressure on Brett. Brett's, Brett's helping me line up guests. And uh, I think we're going like, to like the stream next week. That's all I'm going to say. I'm t- on the 21st. To be specific. Do you know what the game office, is that but, week? Uh, I guess I could. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There's a football game. Giants Niners. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll get to that in a minute. You guys want to do college first? Sure. Let's do college football first. College football. Uh, a slate so good they had to get Dylan out at the bars to watch him. Dylan doesn't step out too often to watch football. He doesn't. He likes to watch it in his domicile where it's a safe environment. No one's chirping in his ear. Um, they got a, you know, a cold high life in the fridge, you know, paid for. 
But he stepped out Saturday. What, Dave? <laughs> paid for your beer? It's in the fridge. Oh, who I'm are saying, you, Who are you paying after you take it out of the fridge? We I'm understood saying, the context. As opposed to going to a bar. The transaction's been made okay. where you go and pay $8 okay. for, uh, you know, you know what I mean? You previously made the uh, I feel like people at home understood what I was saying, and you guys are just a little a little. It slow. sounded like you were kind of bragging that your beer in your fridge was paid for. You, you know. It, As if KJ and I just steal our beer. Anyway, I went to a bar where on the counter. I went to a bar where you actually have to pay for beers as you as you acquire them. Did you partake in buckets? Yeah, yeah, but I don't want to talk about beer the whole time. Okay, <laughs> NF confession. Stepped out, Little Woodrow's, Sixth Street, a very pro Texas crowd, which is important. You know, if if Texas, if the game's going sideways and I got Bama fans chirping at me, you know. I'm not going to be happy about it. You don't want the game going sideways. You just want to sit sideways. I well, I I pulled up sitting sideways, as, as you said. Okay. Got out. And okay. The game. Okay. Um, keep going. <clears throat> I believe one of the co-hosts of this very program put Texas on BF Watch. I'm not going to say who it was. It's not fair. It's not about them. I never said Texas was boyfriend material. You put them on BF Watch, and I don't want to ha- say what that means out loud. But I think people understand what that means. I was doing that just to mess with you. What what was your no? What was your reasoning for thinking that Texas loses by I think you said like 14 to 20, somewhere in there? I did say I did say double digit. I think at 14 was I think two scores. Cocky sip of your Alabama Crimson Tide mug. Um That's good. My reasoning was Texas looked incredibly flat and ordinary against Rice. Now we'll get to Rice in a few minutes. Maybe second, Rice isn't uh, second bad. best team in Texas. I saw that tweet too. I don't think that's accurate, but not, you know what? If they are, then so be it. KJ, second best team in Texas. I mean, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, we'll see All after right, October third. We have a uh, we we have a common opponent. We'll see how you fare. I'm just saying. I don't blame you for what <laughs> for what you thought of Texas. I I did not feel great about this game, as you said. Texas did not look great against Rice. Quinn was struggling with the deep ball. The O-line was not manhandling the Rice D-line like you would expect them to. So I was like, okay, Alabama, yeah, a better D-line than Rice. I was concerned. Texas looks so fucking good. I I mean, trying to downplay it in my head and not get too excited, Texas looks so fucking good, and I'm so happy about it. Their quarterback looked great. He looked fantastic. I mean, that is a tough environment to play in, and he looked – he looked unbelievable. He was so sharp. He still has zero turnovers on the season. He hit two deep balls, and that's where he's been struggling. But every pet, he made great decisions. He stood in the pocket. Uh, he delivered the ball, and he was just incredibly sharp. And I did not see that game coming from Quinn Ewers. Right. Um, it seems that he is a little bit more focused. He's Against Rice, Like the, I didn't watch the entire game, but he still would do his – kind of wild-ass throw-off-the-back-foot thing. Yeah. And you're like, okay, man, you, you really don't need to do that. Yeah. Like, you are incredibly accurate when you want to be. Um, And that's why I didn't have a lot of faith in them. Footwork has been an issue for him, for sure. But um, he had some he had some balls that um, some were dropped. Xavier Worthy. The game plan. They look like pro-style quarterback yeah. balls. The game plan what? opening up, I think they were concerned about the uh, Alabama pass rush. Sure, because they were doing. They were, he was holding the ball for one second or less, 
for the majority of the uh, passing plays early on in the game. I'm like, okay, they're going to keep it super conservative. He's not going to throw the ball downfield much, which I'm fine with. Uh, spread them out. They were working. And then they started taking shots downfield, which is a, a big part of Sarkeesian's offense. That's a pretty important aspect of it, actually. And I was so I was just very surprised and very happy to see how well he was delivering the ball. It was fantastic. Um, offensive line, I, I think both offensive and defensive lines very clearly outperformed Alabama, like very clearly. The um, pass rush for Texas, they were in the backfield all night, got somewhere around four sacks, I want to say. Freshman five-star linebacker Anthony Hill with two sacks himself and only 22 snaps. Unbelievable. See even the young guys making plays in that game. I, I've This is the, the – the highest I've been on Texas football in a very, very long time. And it finally feels pretty good. KJ, are they going to win the national championship? Uh, doubtful, but <clears throat> I don't think that there's anything wrong with what Dylan just said. Um, they look tremendous. I thought the receivers would outperform Alabama's secondary. I also think that it's good that Bama, I mean, it's stupid to say it's that Bama battled. Like, you expect that from them. Um, their quarterback has some things to work through. I don't think it's fair to be like, oh, Quint Ewers is way better than, you know, um, um, Jalen Milrow or Milrow. When it's like, it's his first two games with this offensive coordinator, you know, uh, with Tommy Reese coordinating, who I think is doing a decent job. I just don't think that it was uh, um, the same as comparing him to a second year guy even though, you know, had some injuries last year, like Quinn Ewers. Texas delivered, you know, plain and simple. As good as Texas's receivers also looked, like Alabama's wide receivers looked scary good too. Uh, so that's saying something, that those flashes didn't occur constantly throughout the game. So um, I think they deserve to – it should be Florida State 1 or Texas 1, Florida State number 2, Georgia number 3 at this point. Yeah. Just because of how schedules play out. Like I'm not going to get a whole rant about rankings, but like they delivered, there should be no question about like their worthiness to be a top three or four team at this point in the yeah. season. Uh, I, to, um, to be clear, I'm not ready to say Texas is a national championship caliber team. I even think they might drop a, a game. They're not supposed to in the regular season. I mean, the OU game is going to be tough. It always is. Well, except for last year, uh, Kansas state's going to be a tough game. They have, they have a good chance, but I mean, Teams just don't always show up like they're supposed to. They could very easily drop a game. They could drop two games. I don't know. Um, but this is as good a chance they have since 2009, for sure. On the Bama side, I don't know what the uh, pulse is on Jalen Milrow, but I kind of I hope they don't I hope they don't bench him. Like I hope they stick with him because he obviously had some really dumb throws. Some bad plays, but he he's awesome. He was sick in high school. He went to one of the KD high schools, I think. And I feel like if you give the guy a year, like you just stick with it. Yeah. And I, I don't know what – have they been – I guess the last time they really had this was uh, – was a national championship, benching Jalen Hurts for – He's good. Uh, like He's still a young guy. This is like I think his third or fourth start. He had to start a couple games last season because uh, Bryce Young was out. Um, he's obviously very green, but the dude is a freak athlete. If it doesn't work out at, quarter, at quarterback, I was telling you earlier, he could be a safety. I mean, the guy is 
He's stout and he's one of the fastest guys on the field. 6'2, 220. Yeah, he's just a he's a stud athlete. Uh, but yeah, he made some throws that he would like to have back for sure. Two interceptions. Growing pain. Yeah, missed, one he, missed, it just, missed, missed it, a guy. It seemed very, very clear, but like they showed the angle of what he saw. He just didn't read it correctly, stared yeah. the guy down, and like it was clear as day. Missed the a, other one, you know. Yeah. It happens. Just missed, missed the missed other a guy in a wheel route, I think, that would have been a touchdown. Uh <clears> just <throat> some throws that he would like to have back, but he's he's a ball player. Man, what a game. I was I was very happy. I handed out so many high fives to strangers in that bar. <laughs> if you're within twenty feet of my vicinity, you were getting a high five from me. You gotta give out high edit, fives. Can we edit that to say that he was handing out so many strangers? Okay. Um Strangers in glance, the bar. <laughs> quick glance ahead at Texas's schedule, because we're talking about like potential games down the road. Like who's next for who's as this little week? as respect Wyoming. about their the Big Twelve schedules as some people seem to have. Like I could see Texas losing one of these random games and mm-hmm. it kind of making sense. It just better not be at home to Wyoming next week because you know you've got another team in the conference rooting very hard for Wyoming, for Wyoming to even look like a reputable team to justify their L. Of course, you're talking uh, and about then you're Texas on the Tech. Road at, mm-hmm. Oh, and two Texas and You're on the road Tech. at Baylor. And then back-to-back weeks, I'd like to point out, at home against Kansas, and then you have Red River. Yeah. So I watched a portion of Kansas, just like last year. If that quarterback is playing, yeah. they've got a shot. You They're not going to beat people for four straight quarters, but they've got a shot. <laughs> Kansas is no longer a team that you don't have to take seriously. They, uh, at, at least while Dane, what's his name? Jalen Daniels, is that it? Ooh, at least yeah. while he's there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, Sorry, that I was dude can ball. The coach. They were fun as hell. Uh, I was looking at my Wyoming's schedule. Um, Tough. So they let off a tech, Dub. beat Portland State, obviously. Then they got Texas. Then they got App State. That's. Three or four games. Another are, tough one. Yeah, that's not easy. That is a that's a tough schedule. Um, is that that you said that Baylor game is in Waco? I believe so. Okay, I'm sorry, I clicked away from it. That's okay. But Baylor, yeah, it's in Waco. Baylor picked up a dub. Or wait, no, yeah. they lost. We could talk sure, Baylor I'm Utah. I know. Uh, yeah, it's let's okay. talk the game. I, I I didn't catch that one, so you, you take it. Uh, it's it was a game they should have won. Uh, they looked much better. It is Baylor, my, as my brother-in-law, who went to Baylor, said, he's like, they are going to be a maddening team this year because they will have halves where they go out and like look like a, a team that should compete for the conference. And then they'll have halves where they have four false starts and they just look insane. Basically, like the a lot of people think Aranda is just not a good coach anymore, which is crazy because he literally won the Big 12 two years ago. But got like 10 false starts through two games. They don't, they came out incredibly flat against Texas State, more on them in a few. And I don't know. Um, they're running out their backup, Sawyer Robertson, who I am high on, but there's going to be growing pains there. Had a couple picks, had one incredibly bad pick that basically ended the game. Utah, and people are going to say, oh, the only reason we're doing this, Utah. Here's the deal. They're running with their their dual backup until they get Cam Rising back. When they get Cam Rising back, they are going to be a problem. They are already good right now. When they get Cam back, they're going to be incredibly dynamic on offense. Their entire game, though, they beat Baylor because of the often mentioned Jaquindon Jackson. 
balled out. Over 100 yards, touchdowns. Like, he was awesome. Like, he put the team on his back. Like, they ran him into the ground, and he delivered, and he was borderline unstoppable. Please note that I brought up Jaquindon, but I brought him up in a tasteful manner, not forced in at all. Organically is the word I'm using here. Okay, great. Yeah. That was, <laughs> I think that's very fair. He was awesome. Um, Brett pointed out Utah's got a stretch where they've got, like, their schedule gets incredibly tough. They've got like four weeks. Let me look this up. I should have had this. Now, up. can I also also bring up quickly that uh, this game was Baylor was up thirteen to six until two minutes left in the game. Yeah, Utah won twenty to thirteen. So hit the schedule, and then I want to know what the hell happened since I'm not going to go back and watch highlights here. Okay, so they've got oh yeah, like there will be a span After where Weber they state. UCS, yeah, UCLA or Oregon State, USC, Oregon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, He's I'm just saying, saying that USC, Oregon, Washington, and Colorado in four of their final six games. Yeah, I might have been looking at the old schedule. Either way, it's not. I don't know. The Pac-12. It's funny that they're literally falling apart, and they're they're having an awesome start to the season. Um, kind of sad, really. Yeah. But uh, no, what happened was they just. You you when you rely on your defense that much and they're on the field that much and it's you know 110 degrees on the field and the other team can run the ball and their running backs a power running back then not much you can do and then they got the ball to go down there and try to win it and threw a really really bad pick then at the very end you get the ball back with like 17 seconds left uh, you hit a deep pass your receiver inexplicably gets behind the defense don't know how that happens that's a big that's going to be looked at in the film room today. Um, so they get it down there on like the 15 or something. They've got time for one more play. Throw it into the end zone. Uh, Probably pass interference. The general can – I saw everyone on – the only person who didn't think it was pass interference was RG3. That's the kind of play where if it's not the final play of a game, it's getting flagged. Clearly. I think refs are too afraid to like – you know, be controversial in a moment like that. So just like, that's, all right. That's very fair. And that, that was RG3's, you know, he was calling the game. That was his, like, oh, you know, they're, they're, it's the last play of the game. Let the players play. You can't, it, you can't commit a penalty just because it's the last that's, play of the game. It's really dumb reasoning. And like, also, it doesn't mean they would get six points. There would still be another play. So it's not exactly like changing the game. I mean, it, you know what I mean? It's obviously a big impact play. It's not NFL PI. Exactly. Uh, but, Whatever. It, they, it should have never been in that position. So Baylor had a chance. Baylor should have won the game um, the last minute, whatever. That sucks, but don't put yourself in that position. But Baylor's going to be so up and down. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if they gave Texas a game. Like, I don't think they're going to yeah. beat Texas, but there's going to be – you're going to be sweating that out in the second half, I think. And don't clip that because it will probably come back to haunt me. They um, lost by seven to Utah. I think that – you mean, they can be upsetting, but that's still a, a – Whatever. Nobody cares about respectable losses, but it's not a bad show. You might have been embarrassed to see everything, but like that's not a bad showing at all. Exactly. With it's your it's, backup quarterback. It's not, but it's the Texas State loss to start off the season Fair. at home. And when you have ten false starts in two games and both of those games were at home, it just doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense. Very highly penalized. Just weird, well, man. What what if you uh I don't know, lost to Oregon and then came really, really, really close to beating I'm sorry, lost to Wyoming, mm. then came really, really close to losing to Oregon. Because I feel like both of those teams have similar experiences right now. <laughs> Respectable loss and an ugly loss. So this game was on one 
TV at the bar mm -hmm. in the corner. And it was running at, you know, it, it was around the same time that it ended, I think probably 10 minutes after the Texas game. And, uh, so it, it had my attention. It had 3% of my attention throughout the night. I was checking back. I was like, all right, tech is ahead. Looks like they're pretty comfortable. And then I just kept getting updates. And then, so there was an eruption when Texas won and there was a smaller, but there was an eruption when tech lost too. It was kind of funny. I didn't pay much attention to the actual game. So I can't speak on that too much as I was focused elsewhere. But um, I did. I did watch the second half, and I don't think I'm lying when I say, like, you can kind of put that on Joey McGuire, coach, because there was an inexplicable going forward on fourth in your own territory. Um, That's what gave Oregon the chance to even tie it up. Yeah, gave Oregon the chance to tie it up, and then um, – that's a really that's a really big win for Oregon. I know like Tech was it's not like Tech was ranked or anything, but like you go to Lubbock, that's that was the biggest game that's been in Lubbock in a long, long time, right? I mean, outside of like Texas going yeah. there, like or you got a ranked Oregon team. I don't know when the last time if ever Oregon's been there. It's a big game. It's a big game. They were gassed up. Especially the after the box score. Sorry. No, I didn't ahead. mean to cut you off there. The box score for this Oregon, fifteen in the first quarter, three in the second, zero in the third, twenty in the fourth. Wow. Like, <laughs> wow. In the 20 points, I should say, like, uh, field goal with 110 left to go up three, and then a pick six after that. Um, yeah, that pick six was bad. It was rough. Like, not like I sit here and like profess my tech fandom or you know, now that I'm in Wisconsin, like go out and root for the Badgers publicly. But after having a tough loss for SMU at Oklahoma earlier, I'm like, all right, give me something to like be excited about by the end of the day. Wisconsin was getting blown out by like 20 against Washington state uh, at halftime. And I'm like, okay, that ain't it. Uh, and I'm watching the tech game and I'm like, this will be exciting. I can at least say, you know, go Raiders or something. And it just melted away. You can tell that they have talent, that they're coach well. But as you said, the game was managed very, very, very poorly at the end. And maybe Tyler Schuff was just a little too wrapped up in it. You know, he transferred from Oregon a couple of years ago, but it just fell That's apart right. at the end. Uh, really, uh, really, really ugly pick six uh, to, to give it up at the end. Yeah, that was tough. That was tough. Um, was there any, were there any tech fans at the bar? I didn't notice any. Come. No. That had to feel a little good for you. All along. Because I mean tech came in. They they were puffing their chest out before the season and they they have recruited quite well. If I wasn't if I didn't follow so many Texas Tech fans on Twitter, and it, it's the Landry effect. Landry and his crew, mm. like and I, I genuinely enjoy them. Like they they seem to be and they even said, like, hey, I'm happy for you after Texas won. I, I don't hate tech, but the fans, how much they chirp, Texas, it, yeah, it adds a little bit more enjoyment to see them lose. And otherwise, I wouldn't have cared too much. But, man, they just hate Texas so, so much. Do you like it more when they lose or Baylor? Uh, tech, yeah. Baylor's Baylor's not really on my radar too Cool. Much. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, like, I don't think anybody Baylor, Yeah, Baylor's not on my radar. So uh, Texas fans hate Baylor, though. A lot of them do. Uh, fair, fair. I, I will say this, like. A lot of people hate Baylor. Twitter is an overrepresented in my – overrepresented minority for sure but 
there's something to credit the Big 12 commissioners showing up and being like, I hope y'all kick Texas's ass in Lubbock. Like that does yeah. put a target on their back. Yeah. Like, that adds some credence to being like, uh, yeah. this was the most noise that program's ever made in offseason and the ugliest start they could ask for. Yeah, not not a great look for Tech so far, but it, it's early. And no matter what happens the rest of the season, they are going to show up for that Texas game and probably play out of their minds. It's the last time that they're going to play each other for a very long time, probably. Yeah. Can I ask a question? What's going on in College Station? Man, I, I don't know. Speaking of uh, Schadenfreude. I tweeted, I, tweeted, I tweeted before I left to go to the bar that um, A&M defense was Swiss cheese. You fucking fried their ass. I uh, know. Imagine coming back from that. Like Let them cook. Like you can't. <laughs> the, they they have – that's probably the most talented defense in the country except for maybe Alabama and maybe Georgia. Like they have so much talent, especially on the defensive line, and they're just not good. I don't understand why. Yeah, that that's – so that statement you could ha- – that applies to a lot of Texas A&M teams over the last few years. Also a lot of Texas teams where you're like, dude, why, why isn't this working? Why doesn't this gel and where it I don't know. It's just funny. <laughs> the Jimbo, the turn on him has just been something to watch. And he's like he's so locked in because of his contract. Like the buyout <laughs> is astronomical that there's like not that much I mean, there's pressure on him, of course, because that's a high profile job and is a very demanding fan base. But financially speaking, he's like, I'm here. I'm gonna be coaching the next five, six years. Like it's just funny. It's just Worst, a terrible contract. Uh, yeah, they just can't figure it out. Not taking anything away from yeah. Miami, who looks to be a decent team. That quarterback went the fuck off. But I not can that only, fucking good. I can only imagine being like the second, I don't know, the baby brother team of a state and handing a coach a 10-year, $95 million contract and then trying to figure out uh, how else are we ever going to do without this person or, or get rid of them when they underperform. Uh, and then they decide to get on the phone with a sexual assault consultant. And uh, I don't know, uh, involuntarily pleasure themselves and admit to it in a title nine investigation. I'm speaking of course, of one Mel Tucker, man, I was wondering so, where that was going, but you did tie that. Well, if by chance Jimbo <laughs> has hit up any, uh, one 800 numbers in the past or, has a second phone just tied to strippers or something? That is the only way A and M's going to get out of this. Man, are they? I'm willing to wear that tinfoil hat if uh, if Jimbo gets catches a case like inside job. I'll be like, I don't believe it. Get him out of there. <laughs> Who's the coach he replaced there? Someone? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So someone who was fired to bring Jimbo in at this point in their careers had a better record than Jimbo Fisher. By like a yes. few games, even not a good look for uh, the, the Jimbo camp right now, and uh, whoever decided to give him that ridiculous contract. He was fifty-one and twenty-six during his tenure. Of course, they chalked that all up to Manziel and all of that. Which, sure, whatever. It's you know you can say that Fisher's career was built on uh, Saban and Jameis, but you still got to have the results. I think if someone wouldn't have struggled or failed uh at arizona like if he would have had some success at arizona's very next stop people would have quickly been like oh shit we screwed up even if it would have taken like the same jimbo experience like getting a win at bama 
and like little by or getting a win versus Bama uh, a couple of years back. Like if someone would have been successful, they would have quickly been like, oh shit, we got rid of the wrong guy. This guy's not it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually now like, I'm, I'm actually thinking is rice the second best team in the state of Texas? <laughs> shout out to rice, no. man. I no, know. I mean, shout out to rice. Cause they, they, they beat U of H and they played Texas somewhat well the week before. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, if heads up, they're going to probably lose to A&M. They're probably going to lose to Texas Tech, Baylor. But, I mean, they don't look they're, – they're on the, the tier, you know? Yeah. They don't look terrible at all. Shout uh, out to intern They're Klein. also going to lose to SMU. Um, Shout out to intern Klein, who was at the game. How much uh, of that Ponies game did you watch? messages November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. What's up? How much of that Ponies game did you watch? I watched every single second of it. Every, in fact, I went so far as to like plan how to get my kids as exhausted as possible. So nap schedules, everything was like right on point to be able to watch this game basically in its entirety uninterrupted. Uh, I was woefully unsuccessful. I had to watch most of the game like on my phone while like trying to get one kid to go to sleep. But I watched every, every moment of it against Oklahoma. That is, um, it's frustrating because they had a lot of third and shorts, fourth and shorts, like in Oklahoma territory in the first three quarters and basically could not convert. Their defense was hanging in there, was making plays, just looking like they belonged and they could not convert to get to the point of like putting points on the board. It was a nine to 11 game or something like that. Um, I've, I might have my numbers off. We were down three, so whatever it was. Never forget. It was six to nine. Fuck if I know. Oh, shit, yeah. Maybe that's why it's in my head. <laughs> numbers bouncing around for some reason today. Um, the final ended up being, oh, it was 11 to 13 is what it was, with nine minutes left in the game. And SMU getting to 13, it took everything they had to, like, get points on the board, frankly. Um but they look like they belong. They didn't get embarrassed. They just did not uh, convert when they needed to. Oklahoma looks really, really good. They look like a well-run, family-oriented program. Okay. We'll get to that in a bit. I know where that's going. I don't, and I'm, I, I'm anxious. Just wait for the party, man. Okay. We've got, we've got a real mixed bag on the sports party. I'm just going to warn everybody. <laughs> it's not the most fun. It's, it is interesting. Um. <laughs> no does OU actually look okay because I I, it's hard to yes, tell I don't yes. know what SMU is supposed to be this year and Arkansas State Butch Jones crying on the sideline the week before getting beat 73 to nothing or something like that SMU being in that same exact game and they have much more talent than Arkansas State without question Arkansas State's not a complete trash program they may be closer to that now but like they get a lot of the fall off that doesn't go to Arkansas or Ole Miss or Memphis or whatever. They've got some players, but um, and a good coach. So getting beat by seventy in we'll week see. one, you cannot have it. Uh, the, the book on the quarterback for OU, Dylan Gabriel, uh, he just goes off against really poor opponents and struggles against good defenses. I love that he, though. And so, and they have a they have maybe the weakest schedule in the country. Like it's really really bad. I mean. It's good if you're a no U fan because you're going to get a lot of wins. Very weak schedule. He won't be tested a ton. I mean, obviously the Texas game will be the big the big test for him. We'll see what happens. What KJ? Was this not a test? 
Where do we shit? I'm, I'm just kidding. Look, no I, offense. I'm kidding. No, no offense. I, said just, I know we're not out beating Bama. We're nobody. Uh, no, that's not what I'm saying. Dude, I mean, you kind of implied honestly, that you was not, not exactly a juggernaut defense is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay. No disrespect. Love uh, my boys I will say this. Uh, Gabriel, he did. He was not the game changer for them at all. He was good, but he was not why they won. Their running backs, decent. Their backup quarterback or whatever, the freshman out of Denton Geyer, Jackson Arnold. Yeah. He's going to be a problem. Yeah, he is. You can tell that he's like when they're bringing him in on third down. Um, I'm struggling to remember the quarterback's name from Texas a couple years ago. Um, who you could like be like, oh, just give him a full game, give him a full series. Texas had a few of these, but like he's a little bit more running oriented at this stage in his career, but he's effective at it. So, yeah. Uh, they're in good hands after after uh, Dylan Gabriel's gone because Jackson Arnold looks to be legit. Are you saying he's kind of like a, a modern belldozer? Maybe not a belldozer because I think he can actually play quarterback for a long period of time. Okay. I'm, I'm more, thinking more about I can't remember his name. Goal line, um, goal line, wildcat, just short boys. yardage situation. Yeah. yeah, that's what they used him for right now. Okay, okay. I just wanted to say belldozer. I feel like I hadn't gotten that out of my system yet. <laughs> Who uh, caught a touchdown week one? He did. He did. Took that L. Shout out to the Lions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, shout out to Rasheed Rice, speaking of SMU. KJ? Yeah. yeah, catching the first touchdown pass in that game uh, Thursday night. Why are we pivoting here? Uh, because Oh, because he's on the same team with Bell? Did he play uh, SMU? Yes, yes, yes. But I was I was confused as why we jump here. I looked away trying to figure out the quarterback from Texas. We'll get there. We kind of jump around a little bit. Um, I'm not going to spend too long on T-State, UTSA. But there are a lot of articles being written on that game. Not a lot. There's one. But people on Twitter are like, oh, yeah, on how that's like kind of a a rivalry that is the last of a dying breed type, meaning like regional. Um, Two towns that are within an hour of each other and the fan base very commingled. And uh, T-State lost. UTSA's Jeff Trailer, great coach. They've got a good program. Um, they should have beat U of H week one. T State probably should have won that game. Um, but they didn't make the plays. Uh, it was a close game, but that's that's gonna be a fun rivalry, especially with uh T, the reemergence of T State. Hopefully they can continue that. So I was sad. But it did it did have a high school game feel because it was in the Alamo Dome. Mm. And just just the crowd noise, the way the crowd noise hits there, it's just like that's, yeah, this feels like a playoff high school game. That is the worst venue for football. It sucks. It's absolutely the worst. Yeah, feel like you're, you're, they're playing in a in a mall or something. Like it sounds it sounds like that. It's terrible. It it really did feel like I was watching uh, fucking Alito and uh, yeah, <laughs> Denton Geyer. Do you remember when the Spurs used to play there and they had the curtain that would just cut off half of the arena? Mm-hmm. It's horrible. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. It's terrible. Unbecoming <laughs> of a franchise uh, that's won many championships. Played a playoff game there in. I don't know if it's from being there or seeing it on TV, but anytime I see that stadium, you see the uh, like AC vent is up in the like rafters and it's yellow. Everything else is like slate gray. And then you've got like this yellow line up in the ceiling. I'm like, what the hell is going on in this place? Like it's just, it just looks very strange. It looks like somebody's kind of placed field goal posts along the ceiling. Tyrone swoops is who I was trying to think swoops, hmm. how they utilized him for Texas. And you're like, Oh, make him the quarterback. But, I think he's Old actually going to be a good QB. Um, anything else from uh, from the college world that we missed? I'm sure we did. Ole Miss 
Took down Tulane. It was close, though. I had to do that so Brett wouldn't get mad. I offered them in the forum. Florida State looks very legit. Correct. That's a football team, man. That is definitely a football team. They're going to be a problem. Going to be a problem. Um, a problem I was having was finding stylish sunnies um, that start at $25 a pair, but that's not a problem anymore. You must be talking about Gooder. Our good friends at Gooder on board. Um, let's just go down the list. A one-year warranty. Check. 30-day free returns. Check. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Check. 100% carbon neutral company plus 1% for the planet. Check. I'm all over Gooder. I was wearing them uh, in the car earlier. I'd be wearing them right now, but that's not really my bit. I, I wear mine every day. Every day. Are you rocking the donkey goggles or the $9 pour overs? You know I'm about that donkey life. You are the... <laughs> They're calling you Donkey Kong when you pulled up with them donkey, donkey goggles on. Yeah. KJ, you ever worn the, the donkey goggles? I've not, but I'm a big fan of the back nine blackout. Oh, uh, yeah. The one gym. of the three that I keep in rotation. It's I keep a, a pair name. in the house. So if I'm going out to walk the dog, got them on me. Pair in the car and then a pair in my uh, bag. So when I go to uh, go to the office, uh, I'm never without. And the best thing is, man, they're lightweight and they're very comfortable, but they're so affordable. If I lose them or break them, I can go get another pair for like 25 bucks. They feel great on my face, and a lot of times I just forget they're there. Um, been rocking the ginger soul lately. <laughs> Out of context, this read is insane. I felt terrible telling Brett that uh, that's the pair that I was uh, most interested in. I mean, I was in. I, I assumed his response would be like, "What is that?" Like, no. Well, I feel like glasses. They- you might not be familiar. I feel like they came up with these names over like a happy hour. They all like went out drinking together. Like, just, let's just name some songs. Why don't we do now. stuff like that? I don't know. The back nine blackout is amazing. That's great. They look the good. They're fun. so good. The sales team was probably like, who cares? We name whatever we want. They're still gray glasses. And that's, that's right. Factual. My hair doesn't get caught on them when I put them on my head. You know, I don't have a ton of hair, but the hair that I do have <laughs> does not get caught. They're also iPhone unlock friendly, which I can't yes. say the same about all of my sunglasses. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to take them off. Boom. Unlock. KJ's an Android guy, so he doesn't really know about that. <laughs> I don't a know. Long, it, long time. It's it not was, true. It was true for quite some time, but not anymore. From <laughs> exercise to errands to sunsets, I love my gooders. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving too much dip listeners free shipping on your first order. You can go to gooder.com slash dip. That's G-O-O-D-R.com slash dip and use code dip. To get free shipping, Gooder offers 30-day money-back guarantees and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash dip and use code dip to get free shipping. Hold up, Weedem boys. Okay. Play the song or something, dude. <laughs> ah, you thought I was going to pause the show, but I didn't. We're back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Over Overreaction. Monday. Shout out uh, to great Randy Galloway. Um, Honest question. Go ahead. Do you feel 40 points better than the Giants? Do you feel like that was like without question representation of what those two teams are and will be throughout the course of the season? No. I will say that my only worry with this team is – 
like late season Dak. The defense looks incredible. I think the defense is going to be extremely stout. I mean, to see them score in all three phases of the game is amazing. Yeah, it's it's late season Dak and how he's going to play down down the stretch. Um, but he's got, I mean, Brandon Cooks look good, look good. Uh, he's got he's got weapons. I love the Tony Pollard, Deuce Vaughn. Who's the other guy they're throwing out there running back? Offense looks good. I just you know Dak is tight ends question mark. Yeah, some a bad saw drop it, or saw two. Saw a drop. Saw a drop. Really, really uh, put a damper on Dak's night because that he had some great throws that were dropped. Overall team performance A to A plus though. I mean that was a just a, a that was an ass whipping, a very thorough ass whipping. Love to see that. But yeah, just Dak down the stretch. Um, to answer your question, KJ, forty you're not forty points better than any team in the NFL. Like that's no. like you know what I mean, but. Double digits, Great yeah. They've all, they've absolutely destroyed the Giants. Dak has been dominant over the Giants. I understand wanting to get your quarterback reps in game one when you're losing just for the sake of getting them reps. But that dude was just getting pummeled back there. They were teeing off. The defensive line was just living in the backfield. Daniel Jones was getting knocked around. He had no business being in that game in the fourth quarter, much less like in the final minutes of the fourth quarter. Did not understand that move at all. It almost felt like bad for him at that point. Guys were just trying to pad. I think there's even a comment. Like someone said, they're just trying to pad their stats at this point, which was true. Yeah. Um, so that first drive, Giants get the ball, and they drove the ball. They had a nice drive. They were running the ball quite effectively, which worried me because that was supposed to be a point of emphasis. That's why you went out and drafted the kid from Michigan. Mazzy, the Mazzy. Um, and then you get a penalty and you get the block. And I, I, it was really fun having a jump off my couch and scream and scare my child and my dog and my wife moment uh, in week one. Not only one of them, but two of them. Two of them in about 10 minutes because uh, then you had the pick six. Um, if uh, Diggs is going to start uh, laying the wood a little bit, that's a problem. That was a stick. That was a stick. I'm not saying – I don't think he's uh, emphasized that's that. That's Saquon, too. Like, that's a was stick. Was that Saquon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, I think you were looking – was it Rico Dowdle, KJ, RB3? That, you had Deuce Vaughn getting some uh, late I think, reps. Yeah, Mike or what is it, Malik, Mike Smith or whatever. He was injured, right? He's, he's no longer number two or three. Had, uh, yeah, you had Turpin getting some reps, too. Um, but, yeah, I the defense – Micah, watching him is like worth worth the uh, price of admission because he is a fucking. He's so scary, man. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's crazy how he. He's unbelievable. Yeah, it's there's not enough good things you can say about him. But yeah, I mean, I I was very high on them going into the season. If that's what they're going to run out there on defense, they're going to be in every game. Yep, and have a chance in every game if they play like that. But, but you obviously want to see what the okay. the new. Offense looks like uh, against some stiffer competition when the game's not already like, you know, 19 nothing, 16 nothing. And that, I guess, would be my point in terms of like the game is the game is the game. It plays out, you know, how it plays out. I mean, you can't take points away from the Cowboys because of the game that was out there. You can certainly say, is our defensive line and secondary going to have a much easier day or our linebackers for that matter, going to have a much easier day against a run first team that's playing in the rain and down 16 points 
I won't say to no fault of their own, but like, you know, in the blink of an eye, like the deck was stacked against that team from the get go. There was no coming back. Like even before halftime, when it's 26, nothing, I guess they got that touchdown, the Tony Pollard run with eight minutes left in the second quarter. Prior to that, the Cowboys looked good offensively. They looked okay offensively, but you probably still could confidently say, okay, Hey, we've got a missed extra point. Yeah, we did make the field goal and, 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 you know, go back and make another extra point, but you got to remember mixed missed extra points ruined you in the playoffs at the end of season last year. Uh, and we really haven't converted some of these shorter fields yet. We've had some drops. Like, are we going to be okay until they kept handing it to, uh, Tony Pollard with like short fields again. I just was like, okay, their defense is doing everything and more you could ask for a defensive line to do. Lights out. But I just was like, I don't see a reason for them to go into next week being like, oh yeah, Dak and CD are uh, world beating combinations here. Tony Pollard is far and away an elite running back. I didn't see that early on. But you can see flashes of like they had success with what they were being given. So it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't uh, know that the, they the, need the, that. The, the game was shitty. I don't I, think that they needed it because it was pouring rain and they were up sixteen from the get go. But yeah, I mean, but, I don't know if I'm a fan of the Cowboys that I can come in today and be like, this team's going to play for the Super Bowl. I don't think you learned as much from last night. As, they weren't gifted as sixteen points like though. They 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 made two very big plays. Like they. In special teams, which contributes, yes, but that doesn't tell me anything about the offense. No, it, it doesn't, but I think – I feel like um, – what I was looking for, it's like, okay, Dak obviously had a ton of interceptions last year. Did he make any dangerous throws yesterday? I didn't see any – there were none. And, like, he he looked – he didn't look, like, awesome, but he didn't have to throw the ball that much. So he connected – CD had that big play, and other than that, you know, he didn't really have to do too much. That's That's what I like. I don't know. I don't, you know, Mike McCarthy's calling plays. What do you think about the Texas Coast offense? Uh, it seemed to really short circuit Mike Tarico. I don't know if he's familiar that, with uh, Texas having a, a, a coast at all. <laughs> he compared it to college football re- realignment. I didn't even think about that. He goes, but... yeah, kind of confusing, like college football realignment. It's not that confusing. There is a coast in Texas. There is. It is not a destination yeah. for many people around the country, but there is a coast. Yeah, believe it or not, Mike. <clears throat> There's a Red River right there. Yeah, I, I don't know. They got to re. I don't know. The Tex Coast offense, is that what they're doing? I don't know. I don't think we really have any, to do that. Any thoughts on uh, Collinsworth and his thought and his feelings? Or, you know, maybe it was Tarico who led with it, but the Dak leg tat became like their subject to focus oh, in the yeah. second half. Yeah. I could use, and they I were trying to spin last. it up to be like an emotional story while you're looking at like Wiley e. Coyote or some shit on Dak's leg. So he was sedated for it. He was knocked 11 out. 11 hours. 11 hours. What? People have a problem with that. Why? Just because like it's dangerous? Like it's dangerous? Are you going to come out? He went out like- to do like a news story about it. I, my first question is why? Like if he just doesn't like the needles and he knew he wanted to do one big art piece, I'm sure I could have read the article and these questions would be answered. But I'm like, he couldn't have broke this into like four sessions throughout the off season. Yeah. I'm sure there's a reason. Going going to but, sleep and waking up with a tattoo. I mean, that sounds cool. Like, that's appealing. <laughs> like, instead of sitting there for 11 hours. It probably is appealing. Okay. I like the skin. Yeah, I got it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Thank you, OJ. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. And they tried the the Pegasus, his mom Peggy. Um, the Pegasus, Pegasus he got is nothing like the uh, the uh, Magnolia Building Pegasus. That's like kind of a Dallas thing. Um, I just want to say that one is much cooler. The one he got looks way too like uh, I don't know Game of Thronesy, which I know wasn't a thing there. But it just I don't know. Whatever, it's his tattoo. However, he wants to. <laughs> Pay tribute to the city. I think and his they mom. said there's yeah. pictures of a Pegasus all around the city of Dallas. I wore my SMU shirt as a red Mustang into a mobile. True story, like a week and a half ago. And they go, What mobile do you work at? I'm like, mm, Now it's a school in Dallas, but mobile, blah, 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 Dallas, yeah. yada, yada. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm Dak. I want to go around being like, Oh, yeah, the uh, logo for Mobile Oil. A uh, company that was once headquartered in Dallas is utilized all around the city. So now I've got it on my leg because it reminds me of. My mom, because they all they call us Pegasus. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it just was weird. Look, um, anything else in the NFL? The only thing negative we have to say is on on Dax tattoos. Really? Yeah, yeah. Fair. Yeah. A, a great, no, I, a great game by the boys. I do. I I do want to see. I want. Uh, I'm very interested to see what the offense looks like in a in a a game that's not out of hand. I think that's a very fair thing to say, uh, but. I don't know. I, I really like that they, they kind of saved Deuce for the uh, fourth quarter mop-up duty because you know they got some some packages of Deuce that they're going to break out in a big game. Yeah, The Deuce is about to be loose. Oh, my God. I fucking love I it. I didn't want anybody getting hurt in that game, and I was hoping to see him. I stuck around to watch his carries, and yeah. then in my head I was like, I don't want him to fumble in the rain or get hurt on some stupid slippery field situation. So, yeah. I wasn't happy that Trey Lance was inactive, but whatever. I forgot he was inactive. I was uh, in a group text calling for Trey Lance touches last night, Trey Lance snaps. <laughs> Very dumb. That There's no way he's ready to do that, even in mop-up duty, but whatever. Um, Daniel Jones, what can you tell about that? I mean, I, I got the big contract. Nothing. That's, Their offensive line looked atrocious. So like, bad. I don't think I learned anything about him. So, Like his receivers fumbled balls, dropped balls, like – Nothing about last night, I think, was "quote unquote" his fault. It looked terrible. Does it feel like Sterling Shepard's been in the league for like fifteen seasons? <laughs> He's thirty. Yeah, just what? forever uh, WR three for the Giants. I, I, M- Michigan. Oh, uh, Oklahoma. Oh, you duh. He was yeah. who baller at OU. He was. Michigan he was really good. He's crazy. Had, he's got some good years in New York too. You could say that about pretty much everybody, right? I, I find myself like, I'll do sick in college. Yeah, he's an NFL athlete. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why he got drafted. <laughs> he's playing at the next level. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we don't have to do the entire show on the Cowboys as much as some of us might like to right now. Uh, what else? What else? Um, yeah, what else What else? NFL-wise? Anything else stick out to you? Steelers look like trash. Oh, yeah. That that the Niners one. also could have really been that good. I think the Niners are just as good as the Cowboys. I don't think that's crazy. I think I think those are your two. Eagles kind of looked weird. Um, but, yeah, the Niners still look badass. And I, I would imagine that's the, the betting favorite to make it to the Super Bowl. I wouldn't the expect NFC. the Eagles to go away quite yet. No, no, no. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, but they people did. Get, people get too wrapped up in, you know, week one performances. I think the Eagles are very much legit still. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Um, oh, J.K. Dobbins, Achilles, out for the Ravens. Hate to see it. That sucks. That's a tough one. 
That's a tough one. Um, that, I don't know how much you watched. Injuries, season-ending ending injuries for his four-year career, or three of the four years at least. Is that right? Like, I think it's both, or he maybe injured before the season, but I know he's had one knee, the other knee, and now the Achilles. Oh, God. Maybe it's the same knee over and over, but he's had three seasons ended. I didn't realize um, it was that bad. Uh, I watched, I don't know how Rogers much. Rodgers tonight. Yeah, we get that tonight, but I was going to say, I don't know how much oh. of the uh, the rookies y'all watch. If you watch any C.J. Stroud, uh, Texans offense looked terrible. They looked really, really bad. Oh, okay. I watched a little bit of Bryce Young because they were playing Bijan. And it's going to it's gonna take Bijan these guys a while. Good. Who did? Bijan looked good. Bijan is good. Uh, that was a highlight play. I, I put him in the, the sports party, but I'll just talk about it now. That okay. The cut he made after immediately catching that ball and just the linebacker who flew by him had no shot. At at, at 220 pounds, the way he cuts is is just stupid. I love watching that dude play. Good guy, too. Good dude. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Sorry. I was thinking about Mario Manningham and then Darius Slayton were, was the other one, but neither of them are uh, Sterling Shepard. Mm. Um. Yeah. Are we ready for uh, more FDMY hats? Is it bad that every time they showed a shot of uh, Mike McCarthy, I was like, I get it, man. But like, couldn't we do a patch or a logo on a Cowboys hat and not an FDMY hat? Cause this guy looks too much like he could be a firefighter chief somewhere. Yeah, he does. He does kind of have uh he has the, um, he talks like he would be like a, a, a grizzled old like Jay Landsman. Sure. Uh yeah, I don't know. And Mike Tarico really liked it. Thought it was a very tasteful gesture. I honestly didn't realize what they were doing. When they rolled out Queen Latifah and then they were saying uh she did the national anthem. Great voice. And they talked about uh and I, I forgot it was September eleventh today. I Paul yesterday. Dude, I was never like, Whoa. forget, Dave. I uh, didn't realize it until that yesterday. I the uh, months last a bit of busy week. <laughs> Okay. Yesterday, I was like, I kind of feel like we should cut David saying he forgot. I'm just going to update the running back. Real quick. No, don't cut that. <laughs> I'm very aware of September 11th. As an upstate New Yorker, or somebody rides for Western, Western New, York, New York. Yeah. As cl- clearly speaking of, got Bill's Jets going, uh, as you tried to bring up <laughs> earlier, and I just talked about CJ Stroud for some reason. Uh, that's pretty – I forgot that the the Bills-Jets were playing tonight. I knew it was Aaron Rodgers. I knew it was Jets tonight. I did not realize it was the Bills until I got in this morning. My head's been in a, yeah. up my ass lately. Nope. <laughs> um, my last NFL thought, I will say, is a um, phenomenal start to the YouTube TV Sunday ticket experience. I do find myself still, still enjoying seven hours of uninterrupted uh, football on Red Zone, but – I have not wielded the power of switching to any game showing at any time and watching all of a Jaguars game in quite some time. And I am happy to have it. I was a red zone guy yesterday. I was making, uh, making wings, prepping the wings, the lemon pepper wings. And I had red zone on. I felt like a real cool guys guy. Red zone is undefeated. It's, it's pretty helpful, especially it's, when there's not a ton of like awesome games on. It's the best thing ever. Yeah. No commercials just, Football scoring, crazy shit. Randy's got something. I just got something at NFL. Bears suck. I'd be surprised if we win a game this season. Oh, They're gonna yeah. win a game. No, not one. Oh, I call Purdue losing. Yeah. They made Jordan Love look good. I'm calling that we're gonna not win anything. 
They stink. You're right. They look like Randy. shit. That they, was disappointing. Purdue won. Shout out Hudson Card. Yeah. Yes, that's fine. Okay. okay. Well, on, we got a delay because of big hurricane storm. You know, they were rested up. Hey, let's see if they actually win a full game. Okay. Big hurricane storm? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Randy, <laughs> not, not real big on Purdue at the moment. Big water. Big we water. Gotta, I wish we weather, had video. Water. So we could, I would love to, to clip uh, Pessimist Randy. It's a reoccurring character. Who is the, uh, who is the sad uh, Texas fan from years past? Reese? Reese. Reese, the depressed Texas fan. Yeah. That's right. Randy's it's not now pessimism the, if it's true every season. I, yeah, I know. It's one we're two weeks into college, one week into the NFL. Give it a sec. We were the Big Ten West champs. It's fair. It's fair. It's disappointing. <laughs> uh, okay. That's Anything why they're else? getting rid of conference uh, regions or divisions. <laughs> Any other uh, uh, NFL that's notes? It. That's it. No. Okay. It's time to party already? Yeah, this is the part of the show where we uh, podcast and we party at the same time. Basically talk about stuff that eh, we didn't want to do like a whole segment on, but here we are. KJ, I'll give you the floor for realignment. Yeah, I'll lead off. We, uh, due to scheduling and uh, Labor Day, the timing of this news was missed on this show. Um, The SEC opened their arms to some of the best and brightest in our country. Uh, In all sports, in 2024, they will be welcoming Cal, Stanford. Oh, and what's that? SMU has said, we don't need any charity. We'll pay our own way. Uh, I love that the internet took it upon themselves to say, uh, look who has to pay to buy their own bid uh, or whatever type situation. And I'm like, who the F was asking about anybody's TV revenue like three weeks ago? And all of a sudden they're like, oh, SMU's not going to get any chumps. We're not saying that. You got three guys over here who pay for their friends or did in college. So that's fucking dope (laughs) what you're doing. I love it. <laughs> well, you'll have like 200 friends. How would you like to have 200 friends? That's right. Man. Uh, <laughs> Brothers for life. So I'm excited. Can't overstate how proud I am of conference mates, Florida state and their start to the season. So like I said earlier in this, in this program, uh, Florida state deserves to be ranked number one in the nation. Certainly are there are no ulterior motives to me promoting the quality uh, of that program. Okay. I, he's starting. I like this. I like that you're getting a, a head start on gassing up the ACC. This is good. I am big conference guy now. Uh, until um, Florida State included UNC and Clemson, the three schools who voted against uh, SMU joining the ACC. Anytime we play them, fuck them. What about Clemson though? How do they look? Clemson too. Yeah, not so great. Um, lastly, on the conference realignment. Uh, everybody knows the Pac-12 is dissolved. Only Washington State and Oregon State remain. A uh, note came out today, Oregon State and Washington State are suing the Pac-12 to maintain control of all of the assets and the conference. The thought being that they're going to try to do a reverse merger, bear hug, if you will, with the Mountain West. Love a bear hug. So they'll keep the Pac-12 name, but also in that lawsuit, it was kind of identified or noted that uh, Washington State and Oregon State would be essentially paying into the pot of money to pay for the exit fees of the other teams that have left the pac 12. If that's allowed to happen for them to get like relegated out of the power five or whatever, and have to pay their way out, like the reverse SMU, (laughs) that would be an all time cucking. And I wouldn't like it. Congrats to Wazoo on their win over Wisconsin, but I hope that doesn't happen. Interesting. 
that's all I got him realigning. Sorry, it's a lot. No, that was good. That was good. I did not. I did not realize that. Uh, kind of a weird slash sad potentially story. Matt Corral, uh, exempt list, stepped away for mental health. Didn't show up to the facility problems. for a couple days, and um, apparently he has been in contact with the Patriots, right? Yeah, with Belichick and staff, and so he's he's you know communicating at least, which is physically a positive around. Thing. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. No. I don't even make light of that. Well, no, like, no, no, no. The he note away. I saw was like left team was like the last notice I saw it like Thursday. If, if you're mean, like if he's around like the facilities, I don't believe so. I think he's fully stepped away from the team physically. Okay. But, but he is communicating with with people um, in the franchise. So, yeah, we uh, we wish Matt Corral all the best, and hopefully he gets it uh, pulled together. Hotty toddy. I'd hate to hear what Gil Brandt uh, had to say about him. Oh, wow. the late, the late, the great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Angels open a trade in Mike Trout. Are you interested? Uh, am, am I interested? <laughs> yeah, I'm asking you a question, dude. Don't if, dodge if, it. If I owned a uh, a baseball team, uh-huh. MLB, I would be interested in acquiring Mike Trout. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, th- this guy was handing out strangers to everybody at the bar. You think he won't welcome Mike Trout? Yes, of course. Someone throw that dude a life raft, man. He's as, a, as long as you're not in the AL West. He deserves so much better. Yes, absolutely. So does Otani. So does Otani. Are they going to lose both those guys? There's no yes. way, right? They got to keep one of them. Nope. Just to, they're going to. They need to tear. They need to get as many. Rebuild. They need to get as many picks as they can for Trout because they missed the boat with Otani. Imagine so. having those two guys in your lineup every day and just sucking ass for as long as they have. <laughs> sucking ass is funny. You know what I mean? I can imagine. <laughs> That's a funny thing to say. Yeah. They suck ass. They, they That's do the worst. suck ass. It's not the worst thing you could suck, but it sucks to suck it's, ass. Tis the season. It's up there. It is getting a little chilly outside. All right, what's this? What's this Oklahoma thing? I, I don't. I don't know this story yet. Uh, just the. Um, you might have noticed if you watched the OU game that uh, there was a, a former coach, a former Baylor coach, on the field in OU gear after the game. <coughs> Excuse me, uh, Toby Keith, Art, Art Bryles. Yes. Oh. And okay. um, I don't know if you knew this, but his son-in-law. Uh, Jeff Libby is their OC. Lebby. And Jeff Lebby. What did I say? Libby? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeff Lebby. Folks, the libs. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> Jeff Lebby. And he they had to apologize. He had to apologize. Say it won't happen again. And uh, kind of crazy, man, that um, this is happening as OU is the team that hired Jeff Lebby to run their offense uh, despite being a very, very prominent person in the Baylor scandal. Oh, you apologize for having Art Browse just at the game? He on just the was at, he was on the field after the game. That's all. He wasn't on the yeah. sideline for the game. Is that really deserving of an apology? I mean, I, hold on, let's back up. So as soon as the game was over, like there was pictures surfacing online. Hey, look who it was on the sideline. He's wearing like a long sleeve, looked to be a team issued shirt, but it didn't look like they like dressed him in the locker room and he was dressed like the coaches, just like a Jordan brand OU shirt. Um, Art Bryles, that is. Shaking hands, talking to people, just doing the normal. There's a million people in the field, whatever. They, Of course, you're going to rush the field after SMU. I think that's why he was there. Celebs were out. Okay. Um, <laughs> but as soon as they got back to the locker room, like the first post-game question was not, what did you think about this tough SMU team that wow. performed? It was, so there were reports that Art Bryles was on the sideline. This was the first question to uh, um, Brent Venables. And he's like, I was just told that as I was walking in, we'll deal with this. They made Jeff Lebby, or I don't know if they made him and he doesn't usually, but he also did a post-game interview. And he's like, yeah, 
my family came down to the sideline as the game was winding up. That's my that's my father in law. So he was he's down there as a part of the family, like kind of defiantly, like he's a member of the family. He's going to be there. What's the big deal? Like, and that was his position. And it's- by Monday. Of course, as you saw, Brent Venables, because people within the OU realm, like I saw Eddie Radosovich and other OU people, um, good friend Bobby Duncan, like their immediate reaction was like, absolutely not. Levy needs to be gone. People were asking for their OC's head. What? Immediately. It wasn't. So what he did is big overreaction. His role in the scandal wasn't enough. The online tenor was. They hired him. Again, (laughs) knew what they were doing. They knew this well, was both part of them of the were deal. punished by the NCAA with like multiple years, you know, show causes and disciplinary actions, and Baylor was punished, right? Yeah, Bart Bryles, Bryles was effectively canceled. Oh yeah, Bryles from- did get yeah Bryles, well, but he didn't get an actual, you know, fair. He I did get, and he also got paid. Yeah. He got paid out, but it's just <laughs> it. Great, I bet there was some really good reporting when this uh, when they hired Lebby, like oh yeah, we're this is we shouldn't do this, but it just seems like they're they're more. Mad that Bryles on the field and the fact that they hired Jeff Lebby to begin with, whose name is all over the, the Pepper Hamilton report. So if somebody I, saw him in like the family box upstairs or whatever, like shaking hands with Bob Stoops, like would this happen? I don't think so. But I think this I can't believe I'm doing like an outkick segment here. No, you're good. But I kind of think this is a little bit of I mean a little him on mobbish. The field, this was a, kind of a mobbish. It's not an endorsement of like what he's about he's not it's consulting just, he's not yeah, being paid no. he's not doing anything he just was present and yeah, again i thought it was ridiculous you did hire his son-in-law to run the offense <laughs> okay and other schools fired his son <laughs> did literally and not i will say i saw more i saw more people upset that kendall browse got hired at tcu than people were hired that uh, mad that jeff levy got hired at ou kendall browse obviously has the name but still yeah. Okay. They're assuming it's a consensual marriage, I guess, there. Whatever. And uh, I guess we already talked Mel Tucker in a way, but he gone. Uh, he's suspended with pay unless something's changed. Okay. Initial reports, including my least favorite reporter out there, Matt, uh, uh, whatchamacallit from um, Stadium, where was that he got fired. I think the official position is that he was suspended without pay or with or without pay, whatever. But he's likely gone. There's no bringing him back. Kind of like the uh, Chris Beard situation. Like, this is one of those where the smoke in the small bits of truth that do exist are big enough to get you fired. So he may not be like unhirable, but I think he will be for quite some time. He'll probably get back to the NFL if that. Okay. Good stuff. Party's over. Ooh, I guess it's time to run it back. The segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. Dylan got a new coffee mug thanks to a generous and thoughtful Bama fan. Here it is again for those at home. Ralph Dylan underestimated KJ's horniness early on. Good pull. Dave <laughs> found a way to organically mention Jaquin and Jackson for a change. Good job on that, Dave. Look great. Is Rice the second best team in Texas? BJ's good. I don't who put that in there? The fuck? David. Don't look at me. Did you mean Bijan? I didn't put that in there. You did. I didn't put shit. I wouldn't capitalize good like that. What is that? What is this in, re- in reference to? <laughs> You're the one who said it. <laughs> okay. I see, I see what you mean. Okay. Uh, Dave forgot 9-11. Okay. 
Dave forgot 9-11. Just want no, to uh, emphasize that. There's Randy, okay. not big on Purdue, it seems. Not big on any of his sports. Something teams, about a weather delay. I don't I don't know what he's talking about. There's a hurricane storm, is what I was told. Okay. Big weather. Dylan loves a bear hug. And finally, KJ doesn't like all-time cuckings. And that concludes Run It Back and today's episode of Too Much Dip. Brought to you by Gooder. Yes. Sorry. It's added value, folks. We do this for a living. Hook em horns. Big time dub. Big dub. Go Jacks. I'm excited. I'm excited, man. We got a quarterback, Dave. Got a quarterback. You do. For for this year, you do. Yeah. That's all right. And we'll see. We got Arch coming but, uh, right behind him. Or do we have Malik? Mm. Arch coming. Where's Malik gonna play next year? I was at I was at the bar. Fuck Quick yeah. Quick little anecdote to close. Tight. With like three minutes <laughs> left. Drinking, man. I, I tried to tweet put Arch in, but because it was so crowded, I wouldn't like it wouldn't post the tweet. <laughs> and by the time I, I I realized that the game was already over, so it wouldn't have made sense at that point. Okay. I thought it'd been funny. Like Obviously, you don't put Arch in, but like, you know, Arch coming. That's all I have to say. That's it? That's Please it. just tweet that next time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can we get Arch into some Omar memes? Were they? Uh, oh, yes. Tastefully done, though. <laughs> Respectfully. Uh, would they get, who would get the, the mop-up snaps? Would it be Arch Malik. or are they? It's Malik right now. Okay. Yeah. They try to get Arch him in. Arch can play three games, yeah, without burning his red shirt. Is it three? Four. So he'll play four. in three games. Four or games. four, yeah. They tried to get him in last game against Rice, but the, four, the fourth quarter moved really quickly, so he would have had like two minutes, and that would have been a, a burned game, so they didn't do it. You can do a lot More in two minutes. More on that next week. I'm going to bitch about the, uh, the clock rule next week. How about that? Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. I want my chips with a dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with a dip. So bring them dips. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs>